0: Welcome to Wrestling With God Show, the podcast where we grapple with the big questions about faith, religion, and life, and kind of in the hopes of finding a little peace and joy in our lives. I'm Irish McMahon, and I'm here with my friend and Irish Catholic priest, Father Len McMillan. Hey, Father Len. Hey, Irish. So let's talk about something that we all deal with kind of, you know, almost every day in our lives. Uh, crazy and annoying people. Uh, I think we all have those, and probably I call them family. (laughs) You call them family? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know whether I'd call them family. Um, But I I think, as usual, the Bible has some kind of amazing, powerful stories to help us handle difficulties like this in our lives. And the other day, you introduced me to what you characterize as an old Jewish concept from the Old Testament— that you called The Sin of Distancing, uh, the concept caused me to see my frustration, anger, resentment of these crazy and annoying people in my life in kind of a whole new way. So, Father Lynn, tell us a little bit about this sin of distancing. What is it exactly?
1: Oh, so, yeah, that's part of Judaism, but I love Judaism, um, The The Jews
0: may have some answers too, you know. (laughs) You don't have to be a Catholic to have the answers to life. So you have
1: this repeated theme in the Bible that uh, if I distance myself from you and cut you off, oddly enough, I'm losing part of myself. And so one story would be the Joseph and Judah story. Joseph is the youngest brother. And uh, Joseph, admittedly, he's obnoxious. And his brothers, uh, out of jealousy and annoyance, they decide to kill him. And then they come up with the idea of, well, we'll just put him in this pit and let him die. Then they say, we'll just sell him into slavery and get a little money. So off So they this. didn't
0: put him in the pit. They did. They did.
1: And then they saw traders coming by, and they was like, oh, we can make some money off this, and still. So get So they rid took of him, him out of the pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And so they come up with this contrivance that you know he died, but. Um, Then the Joseph story... So what do you
0: mean they came up with a contrivance that he died?
1: Oh, well, they had to go back to his his father and say, oh, he was attacked and here's his... Oh, here's why he's missing. Yeah, and they took the blood of a goat, comes important later, um, and put on his shirt oh, see, he died and his father was heartbroken. But then it goes, it jumps to this really weird place of Judah. This is the story now. Yeah, one of the brothers. um, As... Technically, he's a grandfather. He's lost a son. Um, and not getting into this part of the story, but his daughter-in-law, Tamar, exposes him as a real horse is behind, as a liar and um, a fake. And in this odd part, it kind of changes Judah to become a better and better person. Then it jumps to when the brothers meet each other again. And Joseph now is ruling Egypt. He's on so, the right hand of Pharaoh.
0: So Joseph that they sold into slavery all of a sudden now is ruling Egypt?
1: Well, there's a long story there. But yeah, he ends up the, the right hand of Pharaoh.
0: So this is so the brothers don't know what happened to him no. after he was sold into slavery. And all Correct. of a sudden they find out he's the ruler. No, no the-
1: they, they didn't know he was a ruler. Um
0: that's what I mean. They, so they find this out later. This is they don't know what happened to him. they, they sold him off, they made some money off of him. family starts,
1: and they have to go down to Egypt to br- buy bread. And lo and behold, they're going to be buying it from their brother. They, they forgot long time ago. And um, when they finally meet, it has this really strange construction in Hebrew where it talks about Judah approached Joseph and came closer to himself and closed the distance. And then if you're reading it, you skip over, you just kind of think, well, that just means Judah walked up to Joseph. But that's actually not what it says. Judah comes closer to himself, that Judah had closed the distance between Judah and himself. After realizing with Tamar, he's a horse's rear end, and he has to deal with his stuff, suddenly Judah is not the same horrible person he was. He has come closer to himself. What he should have done is, if they were annoyed with Joseph when he was a kid, why not just deal with the issues, why he is annoying me, why he makes me feel insecure, all that other stuff. Instead, they just distance themselves. But over the years, Judah has to come closer to himself.
0: So he starts to recognize that some of the jealousy, annoyance, and whatever of his brother Joseph really are problems he has with himself. So he starts to well, see... No,
1: his problems with everybody is really problems with himself. Gotcha. And over a lifetime, he grows closer to himself. That's how he's able to approach Joseph. And Joseph, who's up on a throne... Um. It says, Joseph, now think about this. Joseph had been distanced from him and his family, him and his homeland, him and his father, him and his brothers. Um, It says, Joseph comes down and approaches Judah. And in this beautiful scene, you know, he wraps himself around Judah and says, I am Joseph, your brother. He finally become brothers again, because instead of distancing the person that makes you feel uncomfortable because they're obnoxious or crazy or annoying, um, why not just deal with those within yourself? Uh, That's what it means when it says Judah came closer to himself. The sin of distancing is this idea that, well, if Jake annoys me, then a wall is going to go up between me and Jake. I'm fine just by myself.
0: That's but our producer engineer here. He's looking at him. But I,
1: I lose something of myself. And I was talking to a woman on the phone the other day, and she was talking about in the kind of corporate world that they work, they have these team-building exercises that she usually just skips because she doesn't have a great appreciation for other Team-building? <laughs> no, they're just different. Okay. And she says, you know, with these team-building, she says it's kind of strange is that um, – I found out something about these other people I didn't know before. And suddenly I feel closer to them. And I realize I'm the one who is being harsh and judgmental. Like, ah, well, instead of distancing the other person, she came close to herself and close to them at the same time. Human beings are so like that. If we can close a distance, we become closer to other people. The more we build up these walls around ourselves, we pay a price. There's this huge study of um, the bigger the car, the less you're likely to notice pedestrians.
0: It's interesting, the bigger the car thing. I notice there's all kinds of people that have these great big trucks now.
1: Yeah, and they're designed to keep you safe, and they're wonderful for that.
0: Well, but I think they distance you from more than pedestrians. It's like you go into a parking lot. And a lot of times they're taking up two parking places because their truck's too big for the standard parking lot. They think nothing of it. They could park it out away from where most people are parking, but they don't. Um, it's just it, – that's really
1: interesting how – But it's it keeps you safe. Yeah. And that's great. But it also distances you from other people or um, uh, the way we can arrange our lives that I don't have to go to the store or the bank or anything else. I can do it online and I'm all by myself. I'm not really brushing up against the craziness of other people, which means I'm really not finding myself. Or, um, And I love this study, this strange study. It's been repeated in Japan and other places that if you take two strangers and you have them stare at, into each other's eyes for – I forget the amount of time. It's like 30 seconds. There's actually a relationship to bonds, that bonds. Interesting. Suddenly these people, they fall in love. Not like romantic love, but they care for each other. And that's what I think about. If we can truly just be able to brush up against each other, uh, we'll fall in love with each other. Yes, people are crazy and annoying. I'm crazy and annoying. But if you distance yourself from other people, you never – and you're distancing yourself from their craziness. But you're also distancing yourself from the craziness that you need to deal with.
0: Well, you know – you, When you told me about this concept first, I got to thinking about this guy who's a friend that absolutely drives me nuts. Um, Is his
1: name Jake? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I actually like
1: Jake. Oh, okay.
0: And I've, you know, so far not a lot of friction between us. So maybe I don't really know Jake or I don't know myself in relation to Jake at this point. But we'll, we'll figure up. that out. Continue. Sorry, I should have interrupted. <laughs> So this guy... Um, He has a huge inferiority complex. And uh, so he's always trying to present himself as superior, knowledgeable. He always wants to create an argument about something, an argument that he can win with his point of view. And – uh, so there's he just creates chaos from the moment you start talking to him because everything turns into some kind of an argument. And he has this sense somehow, at least I get the sense, that he thinks I'm superior to him in some way. And I think he thinks that about a lot of people and wants to cut me down to size you know, and win every argument or change my opinion or whatever. And I got to thinking, I I wonder if there's any possibility that I am conveying some air of superiority. Because one of the things I know about myself is I have really strong opinions about almost anything anybody brings up. And I sound very cocksure about my thinking or whatever. And I wonder if I'm actually projecting some kind of a a, uh, an air of superiority by having these really strong opinions. And what would happen if I kind of reined myself in a little bit, if it would change his behavior, and I might see a different side of him? I don't know. So it, it, it really got me thinking about myself, like you said it would if I, you know, if if, if I closed the, the gap and closed you know, the I, distance.
1: I really believe it's easy to hate people from a distance, so move in. The closer you get to people, you really see their craziness, but you fall in love with them.
0: Well, this guy has a huge heart. I mean, he's the kind of guy, he's the kind of friend that whatever you might need, he'd be there for you, you know. But, uh, you know, putting up with him on a day-to-day basis is the challenge. And so I, I'm going to try – I'm going to I'm going to operate a little differently with him and just see what happens.
1: And with the crazy, annoying people um, – Community, family, friends, uh, they're annoying. <laughs> the parish is annoying. There's always an argument. This person wants that or this person wants this. But none of that I think is bad. I, In fact, I think that's incredibly healthy because it forces me to deal with my own issues. Yep. And people will end up breaking your heart. And this famous rabbi has a saying that um, – a whole heart is a broken heart uh, that a broken you know life is supposed to break your heart. look at Judah Judah had his heart broken he lost his son he had this embarrassing thing with his uh, daughter-in-law but it's only when your heart is broken that it becomes whole. What good is a uh, heart that's completely unbroken? you may have had no pain no frustration, but you're not able to love the idea is this. Yes, people are crazy and annoying, so move in. If you distance yourself from them, you'll be kept safe, but you won't have a whole heart.
0: I like it. I think that's, uh, that's a good way to wrap this up, Father Lynn. So we hope you join us next time when we continue our journey climbing the mountain of life, searching for truth, meaning, and purpose in our lives. Uh, If you have a question, by the way, and we'd love to have questions to uh, entertain, have Father Len grapple with, head over to our website, which is wrestlingwithgodshow.com. Click on the questions button. We'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the Wrestling with God show. It really helps people discover us. Thanks for listening. See you next time.